from Yawa. This is Two Takes on a Pod. Hello, and you are listening to Two Takes in a Pod. My name is Falaren. And I'm Osai. This is our podcast where we give you two takes on our theme of the moment. Today, we've got a very special episode for you guys. We are talking about loyalty with our guest. It gets incredibly spicy. We pull from an article featured in The Atlantic by Esther Perel. The article explores the mental, emotional, and sexual sides of infidelity. And it tries to answer the question, why do happy people cheat? So later on, we sound off on signs you're in a toxic relationship, and we try to come away with a better understanding of what those signs should look like, and also what key steps we can take to address those issues in our relationships. Yeah, we've all been there. You know you could use the help. Don't go anywhere. fashion designer and my brand I'm the uh, designer behind the brand Zoba Martin okay. so Zoba Martin obviously is from Chizoba Zoba Martin and my oh. last name is Uday Martin mm. so uh, basically what I do is I make wedding dresses for brides bridesmaids and I've made some dresses for like you know wedding guests and I also make some casual wear and in the past I've designed a few collections so last year I released my first bridal collection Ooh. okay okay <laughs> <laughs> And I just came back from Nigeria like uh, three weeks ago and I yes. just released my first ready-to-wear collection which will be available on my website very soon but we'll get to that later. Yeah, we will. All right. That's dope. That's dope. Ch- is an Igbo name, right? Chizoba is an Igbo but name, But Ude yeah. Martin is also an Igbo name. Ude Martin is an Igbo name, like Ude and Martin. So my, it's my grandfather's okay. name. So his first name is Ude Jekwe. I don't know what Ude Jekwe means. But I think Ude means rain, like R-E-I-G-N. And oh, like a Yeah, rain. like you okay. rain. Like right. Ude, I don't know what, like, you know, I need to find that out but martin is also his middle name so my mom kind of like combined both of them to make a unique last name yeah. and i actually Must sometimes do. just google ude martin and like i'm the only person that's ude martin they want, so you're fire yeah yeah that's it yeah that's yeah. the resource yeah. do you know what chisoba means just chisoba means uh protected by your chi so chi to some people means god and you know it has different meanings mm. so like the general meaning is like your god like your chi or your guardian angel so protected by your chi that's what chizoba means yo that's dope wow. yeah. yeah okay so um our topic for today um our theme for this podcast this yeah. particular episode is loyalty loyalty you know what i mean <laughs> um and loyalty obviously people care about loyalty it's a very emotional topic for a lot of people um and like the idea for this came to us because like what we we were talking about i guess relationships and just different themes right and this stuck out to us because it's like how does that evolve through your life and Mm -hmm. initially we're talking about it from not just from a relationship Mm -hmm. point of view for well i guess a relationship like between you know someone you're in love with but like Mm -hmm. also your friends and your family um and then we kind of settled on on marriage because We felt like that kind of culminates from everything 
you know, every other relationship. And like, once you get married, it's almost like two people are come back, come together as one, right? Well, mm-hmm. it's not technically that's what it means, that's right? It. Right. But it, it kind of makes you explore every single aspect of that, not just from the love part, but also from the friendship part, mm-hmm. and understanding that like now you're bringing kids into this, right? Yeah. So that's the most complex dynamic of loyalty. Mm-hmm. I think that you can typically explore yeah for yeah. sure and then um we decided okay how do you rip that apart yeah. <laughs> so um we uh did some research and there's this article on the atlantic it's called um <clears throat> why do happy people cheat or, or just why happy people cheat yeah um it's an adaptation from a book by this lady named esther perel and she wrote that article right mm. so um i read th- i read through it i was fascinated by the topic i thought like it covered an angle um, that we don't really talk about a lot, right? Um, but just, like, riffing off that particular, like, piece, that, mm-hmm. that subject, right? Why do happy people cheat? Which is, like, a, you know, why? Why do you do that? You're happy, you're satisfied, your marriage is good, your relationship is strong, but there's still something else that you're looking for, you know? Um, so, right. say, like... And, like, it's, like, it's such a loaded question, right? So, if I just ask you why do happy people cheat, like... You're gonna start going through the like recess of mm-hmm. your mind to figure out how do I even frame this. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing we we think about, right? Like, why do happy people cheat? Okay, so what does a perfect marriage look like? We see couples everywhere, wherever, mm-hmm. on the streets, on social media, on TV. Yeah. What does a perfect marriage look like, like to you? Is there a perfect marriage? Like first of all, like. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, exactly. with friendship as well, like, it's like, you don't have your friend, like, everything is perfect, but you know you have good times, right? Right. So, uh, why do happy people cheat? I don't know, maybe because we expect so much from one person, and it's like, you find a partner, a life partner, you're right. like, this person is my all, it's my right. partner in crime, my this, my this, my that, and then it's like, when the person doesn't deliver, then you start feeling like, you start withdrawing, and then you, I guess, yeah, right. you know... And the funny thing about that is, like, so in the article, right, I, I think you also had a chance to read it. Oh, yeah, I and, it. you know, one of the things that she said was, never before have our expectations of marriage taken on such epic proportions, mm-hmm. right? So when I think about that, it's like, back in the day, it was just like, hey, you find a husband, he treats you right, he does mm-hmm. this, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not trying to hear that. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, we all have been... Like, obviously, there are other societal issues that affected that. Yeah. And thankfully, we've moved away. We're not like, completely yeah. away from it yet. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially, you know, coming from where we're coming from, yeah. which is Nigeria, for those listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, right now, like, what do you feel like the expectations of... Like, so, of, I guess, a good marriage is? What would your expectation be? Just from the outside looking in or based on everything you've kind of experienced in your life? So what I feel like people expect from marriage is... No. What yeah. do you... What do I expect from yeah, marriage? right. You, I just want my partner to be happy and like expect like a, you know, like, I just want you to be like, just communicate with me. Right. You know, tell me what makes you happy. And right. And how do I put it? Like, you met this person, right? Before you do it, other people. And this person like had like their whole lifestyle. Like they had like... Uh, They've been seeing other people. Maybe mm-hmm. they were like just like super sexually active. Right. And then like I feel like it's unfair to like you know meet this person and then you not expect them to like cut off all of that like right. all those like experiences they've had and then just be with you because like right. I feel like that's why people cheat because like right. now you like you expect this person to like 
That's so that's the one crazy expectation. Yeah, that's even, one. Yeah, you've met me. Change, yeah, yeah, change like, on the dime. Like, don't see other people. Don't like have all these fantasies. Like, all your deviances, quote and unquote. Like, cut them off and then just be with me and do everything I want. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to ask from one person. So my expectation from marriage would be like, I want you to completely be yourself. Like, if you have like any of these fantasies that like, you want to explore, mm-hmm. talk to me about it. Right. And I would rather know that you're, you know, like. I don't know how do I put it like tell me that you want to like go and like see someone mm-hmm. and then I don't know like depending on how I feel about you you can go see the person as opposed to like we're just here and then you're seeing someone and you're telling me about it and that's right. cheating right and that right. could like lead to like other kind of like the different level yeah. of heartbreak so yeah. could you could you break that down for me for a second um, so it sounds like aside not your larger expectation yeah. just that one specific topic yeah. it's, like it's intriguing to me so it sounds like Overall, you know, the happiness of your partner is important to you, but you you hold communication to a very, like, Mm -hmm. very high standard, right? Yeah. Um, When you said seeing someone, did you mean just, like, you know, we're hanging out or, like, you're going, like, he's seeing someone as in, that's an open relationship Relationship, and that's another person that he might be, or she might be sexually active with? Uh, you know... (sighs) Well, for me personally, or like how I see it in general. Well, no, just, well, just that, just that one specific yeah, example that you, you. used. Because like, yeah. I was just curious by it. Because you said, because that's cheating, right? And if you meant just, oh, they went to see a movie and that's cheating, then like I would put my hands up and go, can we like chill? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but no, but, no, but no, like, sure. if, but if you meant yeah. like, yeah, if you meant like, <laughs> an open no, I'm just saying like I would rather know that my partner is interested in someone else. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. than for them to do it behind me and then come home and pretend everything like is nothing fine. happened, right? Yeah, so that's like, like openness and yeah, honesty. Yeah, like you tell me that, about like, it. Like literally tell me what about like, okay. You have a friend, right? Yeah. And your friend is telling you about, like, they met this person that makes them happy. Or, like, you won't tell your friend, hey, you can't meet that person because you're my friend, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, like, why is it that with marriage, it's different, right? Like, you meet a friend, mm. a husband, and a friend. And then he's, like, he's a human being. Like, he either tells you, like, he keeps it in his head, right? So, mm. like, you meet a husband, or, like, you married a husband, whatever. And then it's, like, he all of a sudden can't tell you about other people that he's sexually attracted to. And then he yeah. just, like, kind of, like, ties, like, doesn't ex- you know how do, what's the word yeah. do, do you know what that says to me not to like cut you mid-sentence but it just means that there's like a certain level of comfort or openness and honesty that you yeah. just are not there yet and like maybe that's one of the fundamental like cracks in that relationship specifically yeah. right if I you're not able to be like although it's rare though it's super rare because people yeah. have insecurities and yeah. stuff right like that, and right? I think that's that's you know what you're saying is a big thing right I feel like a lot of people um, have a challenge one understanding that as a concept and people yeah. are afraid of destroying their relationship to say like hey um, I like you know uh, what's it called is it dominatrix or what was that thing called again BDSM? it was like that fetish yeah, BDSM BDS- yeah. it's like oh I like BDSM yeah. and it's like he met his wife in church so he doesn't know <laughs> you, you so he doesn't know how he feels <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying yeah, you know, that's one thing that's what makes like you know? that's like one of the major things right. that make good yeah. cheese right like right. You, you, you're with your wife right and then you for example, met her in church. How do you tell your wife that I want you to like tie my hands and tie mm. my legs and like, can we be vulgar on this station? Of course. Fuck me in the ass, for example. <laughs> the guy you're telling your wife, you know, like she doesn't want to hear that. She met you in church, kind of thing, you know. So, um, I guess it's how do you find your way for both of you to be able to have that conversation? Yeah. So then this guy is going to go outside and like I used to, okay I had a friend and she's like 
she became an escort, right? And, like, she's just telling me about, like, how, like, 80% of her clients are married guys. Mm. So, like, how do you deal with that? Like, married guys, happily married, you know, like, they're posting on Instagram how their wife is, like, they're all there, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But then they're coming to see her at the end of the day, yeah. you know, like... I mean, I like the fact that you just asked that question, okay, how do you deal with that? Because yeah. like, part of what that article talks about, right, is the the reason people cheat might have, like, absolutely nothing to do with the partner. Definitely, right. like, just, yeah. Yeah, like, and, and you know, th- those guys um, maybe, like, as the, the article discusses, like, searching for a version of themselves, you know? Like, it's not, how did they, how did she put it? Like, it's not the, it's not like another had, lover that they were looking for, it's yeah. another self. Yeah, exactly, you know? yeah, she said Yeah, it was kind of yeah. like, I think that's how she put it, like, yeah. you're looking for another, like... She, yeah, she was saying that people are holding on to affairs because they are new, uh, they are, because of the new perspective and the new, like, it was a way for them to reinvent themselves. Exactly, so, yeah. So, uh, it, it's it's funny that, like, people find, need to depend on that. And I think the question is, like, is it with somebody, because when you're talking about, like, for example, with an escort, right? Yeah. Is, I, I guess it is to some extent, right? Because that person has found a certain level of comfort Mm-hmm. with this escort or they know that like the institution as a whole is designed to basically help yeah. them reach that fantasy so mm. wouldn't you want to achieve that level of openness with your wife like that you find with that escort wouldn't you want to have that with your partner at home mm. right but uh, you don't want to like tell your wife that you want to do all this like quote unquote crazy things and then right. she's like judging you right. you don't want to deal with that so right. you'd rather just like pay this girl one twenty dollars an hour Max three hours. How much is that? Three sixty mm. or whatever. Right. And you just like have the night of your life when you go home. Like, oh, she made you dinner, honey. Blah blah. Life is perfect. Mm. Let's drop the kids in the morning. You Do know? you feel like any of our personal or cultural attitudes like play into the like lack of openness that you're highlighting? Yeah, because like, like some cultures like it's. Not okay, yeah, like, we're all from Nigeria. Nigeria has like three hundred million people. I just I don't know. I lost count. Like yeah. last time I checked, was two hundred. Like, enough. Million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> obviously people are having sex. So like, <laughs> so yeah. like nobody is really like sex is such such like an enclosed topic. Nobody wants mm. to like express their sexuality, but like everyone is having sex. So I think we should change the narrative, right? Like if your husband tells you he wants to do something that he wants a threesome, for example. Instead of, like, saying, yo, does it mean, like, you want another girl? Like, it has nothing to do with you. It's mm. just him wanting to, like, explore his sexuality and just, like, be free, right? Like, if you're more open to that, then you basically, like, almost, like, cut down the chances of him doing it outside because he feels like yeah. himself mm. with you, right? Do you feel like... Sorry, this might be going slightly off. No, no, it's okay. But I'm, I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued mm. by... Because, um, like, when you talk about cheating right the, yeah the, the biggest hurt is like the betrayal yeah and what you're describing to me is that like if you've come to a place of understanding it's yeah. tough to feel betrayed exactly okay mm-hmm. so um i don't know you guys know like i was in a relationship before for yeah. like years and i was going to see a therapist and she was like it was we had like you know it was not it wasn't fully open mm-hmm. well, we was open actually like we had the trust but like, i never really explored it but like she was telling me that you know like i feel like the reason why you went for an open relationship was because i because you don't want to feel betrayed so you want to eliminate that f- so like if he does anything with someone else at least you know and then you don't feel betrayed or like heartbroken and which is kind of true because like if you know your partner is like, you know, like if there's a co-worker at work that he's mm-hmm. attracted to and you guys can communicate, right? Like, you know, when last did she get checked for STDs mm-hmm. or like, you know, you guys can all meet and then he can explore like whatever he wants to with yeah. that. But you know, as opposed to that, he can do it without you knowing. Mm-hmm. And when you find out that like, you feel shattered and you feel like your life is a lie. And that's so we where can, like... Exactly. So yeah. you can just like have this... Mm-hmm. Uh, and then again, that's where like sexual... The, no, 
compatibility comes in. It doesn't have to be sexual. Like, yeah. you guys Well, can. yeah, and that's key. I think, you know, yeah. and some people, it's just like, <laughs> they've already fallen in love with somebody yeah. and they love certain attributes of them. Mm. Yeah. But they, they don't know how to kind of reconcile with this other part mm. that they've been hiding the whole time. <laughs> yeah. You understand what and I'm you, saying? Who wants to live and like, like that? And like, you can't live mm. like that. And I think yeah. that's the challenge. I think that's one of the big parts of like, like, I think one of the key things you said and, like, you've kind of actually even kind of said you, you've experienced in your, your life or, like, how you approach things. It's, like, actually being open enough to say, hey, like, like let me know. I'm here and I'm willing to listen and understand yeah, you. Yeah, You know, and I feel like if anybody's listening to this and they have those kind of urges, you know, maybe that's one thing, one of the things you should think about. Yeah. Right? Like, how do we actually spend time, like trying to communicate like yeah. so if your girl comes and tells you that stuff because we've been talking from the guy perspective mm. the whole time you gotta sit down and think for a second and be like mm. okay like yeah. what does this truly mean yeah. you yeah. know yeah and it has nothing to do with you maybe she just like yeah. she just like has a fantasy about like maybe like yeah. you know like all that things I mean, that yeah go ahead no i was really just gonna say like only 11 percent of women orgasm you know from sex with men so mm-hmm. it may actually have something to do with you <laughs> You no 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 because no do you know why like less women orgasm because like there's so much pressure like you've been told all your life you have to be at this for the guy like you have to be perfect for your husband you have to know how to cool you have to be sexy you have to do this you have to do that for the guy right like so like when you're having sex and like you have all of those in your head it's hard for you to come right so like when you like liberate yourself from all those like shackles that's right. embedded in you since you were a kid. Then, then you can, can come. Yeah, you can release. <laughs> you, know, you can release. <laughs> you can release. Because it's just yes. like, yeah, so people are forced to like be inherently sexually prude, right? And not, yeah. not, not like on purpose, but like not letting themselves like, I, like you know, if you've, like as you interact with people sexually, mm-hmm. like, as, as long as you have sex, like once or not. Yeah. If you have sex with different people, you start to realize that like some people know exactly what they need, when they need it, yeah. how they need it. Mm-hmm. And so people are like kind of freewheeling it, right? People are surprised by shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, like, oh, oh I, word, I, did, I didn't know that. I did this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think it really depends on how you like think about it. But I guess the ultimate point is if you're experiencing or trying to interact with people, I don't think you should you should work to push or unlearn all those things that you put definitely, in your head like definitely. try and shut down those barriers especially when it comes to intimate things like sex exactly. or whatever fantasies that you mm-hmm. typically experience right yeah. and then it just leads to you having a much better time yeah. that's why like because i've met like a bunch of girls that told me like oh i've said i said having sex but i didn't start enjoying sex to like maybe like four years after having sex yeah. and you know like yeah, it's happened yeah, to like so many girls yeah. so it's because like you start having sex and you're like first of all like you sleep with the guy and you're like oh my god what if he doesn't text me back blah blah, blah. i'm used now like you have like all these thoughts in your head and then you're going to the next day like oh my god this is my second guy my third guy like yeah. How can you come with all of that flooding your mindset? Like, you know, you can't really. So, like, with time, you learn to, like, dead all of those things because mm. you're like, yo, this day, I'm having, yo, I'm having such a good time. Yeah. Like, right. You're going to, like, learn all yeah. those things and hot girls somewhere <laughs> over. And then you start having your orgasms. Like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, and then you're like, okay. You get like, Yeah, you everybody gets it. And then you're like, now you've, like, owned your sexuality mm. and, like, I would love for more girls to, like, keep that energy towards, like, their marriage. And, you know, like, understanding, like, if the guy just, I don't know. So what would your first step mm-hmm. in get, going that way be? Like, just, you know, from your experiences, what you've seen, like, what would be the first step in actually, take you know, removing those barriers or taking off those shackles? Taking off the shackles, first step, uh... 
I can't really. It's kind of hard though, but right? Because the thing is, we we say these things, right? And obviously, mm. conceptually, we understand what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you open your door and say, "Okay, I'm ready. What do I do now?" Well, I don't think a lot of people have the answer to that question. Well, I think the first thing is to, like, have conversations. Like, you know, like, you mm. hang out with some girls and they don't want to talk about, like, their sex life. They're like, oh, why are you talking about that? Especially, like, with Africans. They're like, mm. oh, no, I don't know. Excuse me. I, I'm mm. a virgin. Blah, blah. Like, I don't do that. Yeah, but, like, with my friends, like, we talk about sex, like, so freely. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the more you talk about something, the more it becomes normal. And, like, you feel more liberated. Like, you don't feel like... Right. You know, and the more you learn. Really, yeah. Right? And the more you learn. Because you learn from this person. You learn from that person. And, like, oh, she also yeah. does the same thing. I do. So, I'm normal. So, yeah. Oh, I thought this was weird. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, no. I do... I do that every time. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that like my, that's my style. <laughs> school, you know, like, yeah, so, and then you'd be like, oh, I had sex five times and I came seven times. Talking to this five times. like, oh, I'm not coming. That means this guy is wrong. So I'll ditch yeah. him. I'll go to the other guy. Exactly. Like, you now become like, Yeah, let me oh, take yeah. some notes. Like, yeah, I gotta... <laughs> take some notes, you know. And then, yeah, and with guys too, like, you guys have to, no, no I'm not attacking guys or anything, no, but uh-huh. like, what I found when I first started having, you know, when I became sexual, when I first started having sexually sex, active, like, yeah. sexually active, exactly, was like, it was a bunch of guys that would be like, oh, yeah, they had sex with this girl, so she's like, yeah, she's like, I've already used her, so you're having, you know, like, there's that mm-hmm. stigma attached to, like, girls having sex, and then For you sure. don't want to, like, explore, mm-hmm. you're just, like, you're more timid, and, like, you you just want everything to, like, Especially like African girls, cause mm-hmm. like the culture like makes you, makes you want to be like Going you know yourself, like yeah. yeah be a virgin to you marry and mm-hmm. like you know don't be and, like pretend have this facade of like oh I'm not this or I'm not interested in that and when you do think about it you start questioning yourself as yeah. opposed to just an understanding that that's then you start counting how many guys body count and stuff but like <laughs> like can we talk about that in the context of relationships though yeah um because like sexually exploring yourself you can do that within a strong relationship as well and like within a marriage right? yeah for a couple sure. of the things that like um just to bring it back into like the why mm-hmm. happy people cheat thing why right yeah um, no no we, yeah, yeah it was a nice tangent i loved it um <laughs> but like one of the things she talked about is or one of the examples she uses in the piece is this lady who um or like you know married her high school sweetheart Mm-hmm. Um, and they had led a fairly, like, conservative life routine. She'd always been the good girl. Mm-hmm. She, you know, like, only one man she slept with until, like, 13 years into her marriage. She's like, yo, there's this, like we said before, other self, mm-hmm. right, that, like, I haven't explored. Yeah. And, like, she went, you know, she was like, she wanted to experience what that would be like. And that's what led her to infidelity, like, within her space, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel if you're not at a place where you can explore a lot with your partner like you know then of course that's another avenue Mm -hmm. avenue to cheat right definitely um and it's kind of you know yeah i mean i feel like yeah no i feel like what was so interesting about that story too is just um she was so adamant and committed and said that like i really love my husband i like everything that's true right and i think she also went in there with good intention so you know the way we're talking about other different types of stories and experiences where people already know they have this mm-hmm. but they don't want to communicate that uh it what it seemed like she is she never gave hadn't like to give the chance yeah to communicate that exactly. right right and 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 we sh- I, I, the other thing too is it's not even clear if she knows exactly what she's looking for you understand what I'm saying? Because when when, it, when we talk about like this whole like this need to invent yourself or find something, it's almost like you found it and then you're like, oh shit, I like this, but I don't know what it is. Mm. Okay, I don't want it to go away. 
You understand what I'm saying? And that that's kind of from the story. That's what it seemed like she was going through, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know the message to me from from everything was essentially like yes, maybe there's something there and that you found, but it's not associated with this mm-hmm. guy or this person. Like you you know you don't want anything from this person. You've already admitted that. Mm-hmm. So part of what you're experiencing is a need to explore something more. And I guess the tra- challenge is: Do you want to? try and figure it out that with your husband or do you want to try and figure it out yourself or is that even possible mm. is it even possible Yo, it's, it's 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 hard though because it's like you you're with this person you wake up with them every day like you know like you already know what the next thing you never you already know what their next sentence would be like you've already you've seen it all being right. dead on that kind right. of thing and then like she wants to like you know like explore and see what else is out there but mm-hmm. she doesn't want to tell her husband because she loves her husband she doesn't right. want to lose her husband right but you don't know your husband might be down for that so right. for all you know he's doing he's the same waiting. thing <laughs> yo like <laughs> so yeah i guess that's the communication part like you guys talk about it and yeah, it's hard. I like, I don't think there's any formula, really, because, like... There, there's definitely no, no, formula. no formula. I think that's what we established, like, right from the first question. Yeah. We were like, what yeah, does a perfect marriage look look like? And we were like, uh... Yeah. yeah is there one? Is there one? Like, does yeah. that really truly exist? Yeah. So, I think, ultimately, it's not necessarily what the formula is. It's, like, the right approach. Yeah. Right? I think that's kind of what we've been reiterating, whether we're talking about the marriage itself or mm-hmm. just talking about sex and relationships. Mm-hmm. It's, ultimately, what is the right approach? So I think that one of the things we've been talking about is essentially mm-hmm. like, you know, first is making an effort to communicate with your partner, mm-hmm. right? Figuring out where they're at, like trying to make them have, feel comfortable, right? And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm kind of taking off your words right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. But like make them feel comfortable enough for you them to be able to have that conversation exactly. with you, yeah. right? I think that that's like one of the key things that. Like, and no of, shaming, like if it's you, know, if your guy tells you he wants to like try something, and you're like, oh okay, okay, that's like, like he has like a weird kink, like mm. just be open, like you know, do your research. Could maybe it's not even that bad, like you could try, and you could also be into it, right? And if you're not into it, you tell him that, and you find other ways for him to like get that pleasure, pleasure he's seeking, and you're like kind of in the loop as opposed to like. Him going to like my friend, for example, like pay her one twenty dollars an hour, and yeah. then like getting his fix, and then he'll come back home, and then you find out that the marriage is over. Mm. Like, why would you destroy such a beautiful thing you guys had? Because your oh, guys wow. just trying to bust the nuts, you know? Okay. No, no, that's that's that, I mean that's very accurate description of what's going on. <laughs> right. um, like that also kind of like I mean, we've talked about a lot, yeah. but I feel like we've also like answered a lot, a lot of the of questions, questions that we had, right? Because yeah. we wanted to talk to you specifically about like. Um, the toxic signs that you're in a relationship. Right? Toxic yeah. signs, right? Yes. And like we've we've hit them in so many ways over the yeah. last little bit that we've been talking, right? One of which is yeah. an inability to express like this is what I want. Mm-hmm. This is how comfortable sexually, like lacking communication. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, would, you, would you like to share one, or would you want signs of a toxic relationship? Yeah, just like yeah. some signs that you're you in, know, a, like, like, or at least your toxic relationship has gotten. Oh, your relationship has gotten toxic, rather. Yeah, yeah. like how you know that you're headed towards the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, that's you it, know, Basically, right? like, when you've been telling your partner, yo, I don't like this thing you're doing, I need you to change this thing you're mm. doing, and they're like, no, I can't, this is who I am, and you've told them, like, 20 times, and at some point, you're just like, okay, you don't change, okay, and you're just okay with everything, mm. but you're really not, but you're just saying okay just to avoid conflict. That's one of the signs that you're just, like, you're headed yeah. towards the end, because... Right. 
you can't really force your partner to be who they are not, right? And you just be like, okay, okay, okay. So some people like say, okay, okay, and then check out. Some people say, okay, okay, and stay there for like the next 70 years. Right. And they're just living an okay life, right. you know? Right. So... Right. So then when you get to that point where it's like, yeah, this isn't good enough. And if you're not willing to change for me, then why am I here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you don't even need that person because like um, a lot of like the main thing that causes like, you know, all this kind of conflict is like you just like have have so many expectations from this one person. Like you want them to be so many things Mm -hmm. and they really can't. They don't have that to offer. And trust me, like that thing you're looking for is out there, right? Like you find someone that you don't need to explain. You just say, I'm into this king. They're like, what? I have my toy. I'm right here. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I've been there. Like, you know, like things like that. Like you find someone that is, that speaks your language basically. Right. So that, that, that compatibility is very important. I don't know where I was going with that, but like. No, yeah, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, <laughs> no, I think, you, I think you nailed it, right? You were basically saying that like, you need somebody that one, that's willing to try and make that effort. Mm-hmm. And, on top of that, or in the most ideal scenario, you wouldn't even have to explain. They're mm-hmm. just going to get it. Yeah, exactly. You know, they just get it, yeah. And, yeah, basically. Nice. Yeah. You guys have any other, like, signs in it? Signs. We've been in enough oh, relationships yeah. between yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. I would say, uh, well, uh, just a lack of trust. Definitely. You know, I think, I think that one's, like, key. Like, mm-hmm. if, you, if you don't feel like you can trust your partner, then there's always going to be something sitting. It's like the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. It, you don't know when it's going to, bur- bur- you know, like it's, I guess it's going to fall on you it's or cool, something. Yeah. But like it's sitting there just waiting to waiting. drop because for whatever reason, you've not recognized and like, uh, it's just for me personally, I think that's something that I've felt and also like given. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you have to find a place where, okay, now I understand why I would have made you feel like you can't trust me. Mm-hmm. And then this is what I'm going to do to make you feel like I'm actually in this and like you can really truly trust me, mm-hmm. you know? And some people are willing to make that effort and some people aren't. And some people aren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, kind of like what you were saying, like you have to be paying attention. Maybe some of these things don't need to be explained. Yeah. Maybe it's right there and I've been showing you the signs and like you just don't fucking listen. I mean this isn't story time but like I feel like um, yeah uh, like I mean both of those things are correct right like when there's a lack of trust when there's like poor inconsistent or just like flat out no communication like Mm -hmm. what you've mentioned really hits home because like Oh, change this. Oh, change this. And then you go to, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That switch, that checking mm-hmm. out is really a dangerous moment, yeah. right? Because, yeah. like, when you do, at some point, the other person notices. But they may not read it as this person checked out because of my poor behavior yeah. prior to, you know, whatever that inflection point was. Yeah. It's just like, yo, this person checked out. And then if you're already checked out, you're not in a space where you're communicating your emotions effectively. Whether it was your fault or not, that's just not the case. Right. You're just yeah. not effectively communicating that this yeah. is not what works yeah. for me, right? Yeah. Um, and then, like, once that happens, you are now both in the wrong spaces to communicate about the original yeah. issue. Yeah. And yeah. the longer that goes on, like you just said, ticking time bomb. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just... And in, in her article, she mentioned something about, like, when people actually get divorced... Like, that's when they have, like, the realest, the honest, the most honest kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. And I experienced the same thing. Like, once you guys have, like, you know, like, the relationship has been, has been dissolved, then they're telling you, like, what they truly felt. Yeah. Like, personally, for me, like, that level of honesty is what I wanted from you, like, you know, from the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. 
if I do something that you really did not like, like tell me, like you don't have to like sugarcoat yeah. it. Like why is it that like you have to wait to the end That's and you're not right. telling me? Don't slip yeah. it under the rug. Don't slip it under the rug. Yes. Eventually because, you yeah. trip over that shit. Yeah. Especially if you're dating someone that is like I guess like expressive or like someone mm. that really wants to know. Like I need to know how you feel all the time, you know, because. I need to know. I can't. Yeah. I can't read. I can't read your mind. Yeah, because like, you yeah. want to understand them. I'm trying to understand. And it's like you. you're putting that effort to try and understand them. Yeah. But you're not putting any. Not even half. Maybe you don't expect them to show you the same level. Mm-hmm. But they should be putting more exactly. effort to try and understand you yeah. because then you can at least feel like there is some progress being made. Right. Yeah. yeah. And communication is like the more you talk about like how you feel, the more the other person gets to know you. And the more they get to know you, the more the closer they feel towards you, and that's what builds a bond, right? right. Like so, like and it's easier coming, to navigate. Yeah, yeah, it's easier. Like you've already told me, and I know. So like, if I'm doing something else, then like I'm looking for trouble, basically. So mm. just communicate. <laughs> yeah. Communicate, goddamn like that. Yeah. Like goddamn it. <laughs> so yeah, um, I know we've gone about this, right? There's one more question I do have. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And we'll we'll make it very quick. No, let's hear it. Load no, it's okay. All right. So, I'm just going to read the essay because this shit is fire, right? Ah, yeah. So, she says, and it's, it's kind of like the summary of everything, right? Like, we've talked about everything. So, yeah. when this thing does happen, right? So, it's the, the pain of revelation asks the following question. What does f- fidelity mean to us and why? And why is it important? Is it possible to love more than one person at once? Can we learn to trust each other again? Which we kind of already discussed. And how do we negotiate the elusive balance between our emotional needs and our erotic desires. Mm-hmm. Does passion have a finite shelf life? Does passion have a finite shelf life? Gee, I would right. hate to think it actually does though, cause like. <laughs> right, right. So, but the, the key question here though is like, what sets everything? Is like the pain of revelation, right? Yeah. So, when somebody does reveal, like, oh, I've been cheating or sure. I've been going through this, right? What's your first thought? My first thought would be, bitch, really? No. Yo, yo, Nigeria. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm no, very no, sorry. No, 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 it's okay. No, bitch. I was like, what? No, because one thing with like cheating is that you just feel like you feel played, you feel stupid, like you're like, oh my god. So you went to see Nancy. Mm. 20 minutes ago and you mm-hmm. came to my bed and you kissed me like it's like right you feel dumb yeah. right so like nobody wants to feel like that right and 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 yeah exactly and for me like i guess i've fucked up and just messed up in the sense where i cheated and that was the thing that was what hit me the worst is just understanding how like how one i just in one second destroyed trust yeah. to the emotional like pain that you put you know, the person that you care about through, mm. right? So if you care about this person, you, you're seeing how much, like, they are feeling and going through mm-hmm. it. And it can take weeks, months for them to actually resolve these issues. You're going to get questions again. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, one, like, what was the point, you know, like, one, was it a good thing to reveal that information? And mm-hmm. I think so. I think it helps you. It helps them. It helps them understand you. I think the challenge, though, is whether you're honest about the motivations mm-hmm. behind what happened, mm. right? Because at the end of the day, like, when that trust is destroyed, mm-hmm. ultimately you're looking at, okay, why the fuck should I trust you again? Yeah. Right? Like, I think ultimately that becomes you're the question. From scratch, right? You know? But the thing is, like, okay, you've treated her this one time and she's forgiving you and, okay, life goes on. But what if, like, you still have those desires to, like, see other people? 
because it's like I don't I feel like we should kind of like look at cheating differently though like right I mean right I mean, what I'm saying is just like be honest about the reason for it right yeah. like I think that that kind of probably would nip that in the bud right because yeah. so like you, if you yeah I mean sorry no, if yeah, I get you correctly like if you say um, oh my god I, I've been unfaithful but it was just because she was attractive and I was drunk yeah versus it was really like I mean I really love you you're amazing but I have this sexual desire is that see, like, oh, you'd yeah. see other people if you present that level of honesty right. yeah then you then you're making a real decision or right. then she or he the, your partner is making yeah. um a, a real decision of okay so this is the truth yeah do I want to stay and try and figure this out or am I packing my load to go right <laughs> you know like okay like from my family like household or whatever like I can say, like, 80% of the marriage is, like, the guy is cheating or, like, you know, something happened. And I'm like, there's a lot of people cheating out there. Like, what if people are just not, like, monogamous? Like, what if it's not natural? Interesting. Maybe what if it's, like, there for, like, maybe, like, 20% of the population? Because you meet some people who are like, yeah, I only want one partner. Like, every other person goes to bed. Like, it's okay, I don't care about you. But, like, what if it's, like, how about the rest of the 80% of the population, right? Then they get married, and then there's so much pressure to be with this one person, and then you're like, oh, my God, am I doing it right? Am I being your everything? Am I blah, blah, And then they just, like, confuse themselves into cheating, right? Yeah. But, like, what if we, like, approach it different? Like, you know, like, talk to your partner, like, you know, I love you and all, like, I think your body is banging, but, like, you know, I would like to, like, you know, like, I kind of like to see other people kind of thing. And, right. you know... And this is, like, it's so funny, because she was talking about that. She says... How do we like negotiate the elusive balance of emotional yeah. needs and erotic desires? Exactly. Right, and do we always have to tie those in together? Because mm. I think that's what causes the challenge, right? Guys can say like guys would swear that they can, you know, like they can be with a girl and they don't have any like emotional feelings towards that person, but they don't believe a girl can be with a guy and they don't have any emotional connection towards that mm-hmm. person. So like. I think that's a lie. That's a, yeah, that's a matter of convenience. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's really a, a, it's a matter of convenience for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I also think that like, I like the balancing of the question, but it also kind of implies that all cheating is entirely just by sexual desire, right? Because we we touched on earlier like the some of the cheating is really like looking for a different version of yourself yeah the version of yourself may not be someone who just likes to have sex with other people like that yeah. one lady was like oh i don't i mean i hook up with him like maybe half the time we meet mm-hmm. but it's mostly about the thrill or person. like yeah, yeah or just or feeling being cute again in front of like, somebody yeah. that doesn't know you yeah or doing something very specific with the partner you know what I mean? right so <laughs> so like i i get the balance but I, i'm not so sold that like um infidelity is entirely sexual or that it's like motivated just by that i think it's a big component yeah. right for example like i mean nigeria using nigeria as an example yeah. right like i have heard someone say that like it's just lagos is mad and it's hot so like that's what yeah so um i think it's it's, it's definitely a, a, yeah. a bunch of different things and like the answers vary like across mm-hmm. as we mm-hmm. go right um but in, i do think one of the key challenges is i mean so some people have their own internal shit some people are narcissists and they're just gonna fuck around and they don't care mm-hmm. right yeah and but i think a big portion of that group of people that are cheating are people that don't know that are struggling with balancing that that emotional desire mm-hmm. and that erotic feeling that they feel like they'll be judged for mm-hmm. or their partner will leave them for or something yeah that's the things. main thing right like you're you you're having like this affair outside and you're 100 percent sure that you still love your partner right mm-hmm. but like when you now cheat right how do i put this 
You just give me a second to collect my thoughts. No, but see, like it's like okay, you go outside, you meet or as a girl, you meet a guy, or like you meet another girl, and then like you come home and like you know that you still like really really fuck with your partner, like you still love your partner, but like you don't want them to find out about the other person you're seeing because you're afraid they'll leave you. Like, mm. that fear of, like, them leaving you, that's the biggest part. So, again, for the hundredth time, like, you can just, <laughs> like, have that. You're like, yo, I'm not leaving you. Like, mm. my heart is with you. Right. But, like, my body could be in so many places. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like... So many places. <laughs> Maybe, like... But, like, you can come with me to the so many places we're yeah, going. We can go together. Yeah. Like, that creates, like, excitement in the relation. Because, yeah. like, if so... If, like... Most most divorce like happens because of infidelity, mm-hmm. right? Like so, like if that's the case, then maybe like you can like explore your sexual like desires or like your you know like your right. with, like with your partner. Yeah. Then you guys can like at least like limit that. Uh, I guess like weights that cheating has on your marriage, yeah. like yeah. that ability cheating has to destroy your marriage, sure. basically. Yeah. Uh, I would say like final thought on uh, on all of that is. That good, that level of connection that you've described, that like getting to where you can be open and be comfortable yeah. um, with your partner, like that's what we gotta strive for. At least yeah. me personally, yeah. Like, yeah. That's you know, whatever form that looks like. It may not be attractive. It may not be what you think it looks like because yeah. you know we we talked about it earlier. Like we think it looks like something different than what it might actually be. Right. That yeah. openness, right? So I hope we can all like you know get to that point in our individual relationships. So yo. So, She's so bad. bad. My bad. <laughs> My bad. She's so bad. And you see, you see that. Yo, thank you so much. Like, we really appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, I feel like there's so much more to say. There's so much. I feel like we definitely need to do it part two. Yeah, absolutely. You know, killed it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Find me on Instagram, okay. Zoba Martin. That's Z or Z. Z O B A M A R T I N. You see some of my work, and there's a link there to my website, which is zobamartin.com. I make beautiful dresses. She does. So, like, just yeah, send just me a message. Come through, man. Catch, catch her early. You never know. Catch, catch her early. Yeah. <laughs> if you reach that level of connection, we're talking about hit her up. <laughs> I make wedding dresses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. And that's the podcast. A big thank you to Chizaba for being so open and sharing with us. My take is we need to create and maintain a comfortable environment where we can have that uncomfortable dialogue with our partners. It's easier said than done, I know. But it's the first step towards getting over any of the hurdles you come across in your relationship. Yeah, man, I agree. I believe that openness and honesty will get you so much further than anything else. My take from this episode has been, um, you know, when you feel like you're done, when your relationship hits that major roadblock, um, you got to view that as the death of the first relationship. And you have the opportunity now to create a new one, to create, you know, your take two. And the real question is, should you? If you like what you heard today, please leave us a comment and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps the people find us. This has been brought to you by Yawa. Please like our page on Facebook and follow us at Y-A-W-A Magazine on Twitter 
and Instagram. Two Takes is produced and edited by us, Falarin Arosai. Our music is by 1705 Music. That's 1705 M U Z I K. And you can find him on Facebook. This is Two Takes on a Pod. Thank you for listening.